Hello and welcome to Snacks, a bite-sized pod where we discuss news, trending topics, behind the scenes, updates, and things that caught our attention. Today's Tuesday, we're talking all things tech, and I butchered the intro. What happened there? I just I, I'd stopped looking at you for one second, and you just went. It's like my, it's like my brain just stopped working. Yeah. I don't know. What are you thinking about? Sometimes I do that in the pod, though. Sometimes someone's talking, and I'm just like, there's monkeys crashing cymbals. I was just you trying to make sure that I got the the next intro to our first segment talking about Normal July. I know, I know. So big, big love to our partners of the Shea Heaps Normal. They've got a campaign going on at the moment now called uh, Normal July. So it's just encouraging people to drink a bit less, not just for the month of July, but throughout the whole year in general. And it's interesting. It's an interesting topic because me and you were speaking about it the other day, how... We've sort of been consuming um, le- less beer and less drinks, really, because I oh, know we haven't been able to go out and socialise like that, but don't really drink at home too much. You know what I mean? Well, I think it's it's one of those ones where, like, even drinking behaviours or drinking habits of the next generation and stuff coming through. Big shout out to uh, Andy Walsh for this one, who gave us this bit of fact. The next generation, even just on drinking habits for the different events, they don't consume the same amount of alcohol. It's just not what they do, and I feel like, our generation, as we're growing up, I, I, I look like how family and being around sporting clubs and it's just, it's normal to go out and you buy a slab and you drink your beers and you do whatever. But mm. I drink, me, I have a glass of red at home. Mm. I, I very rarely have a beer if I'm... Mm. You only have heaps normal when you're driving normal. and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> only when I'm driving. But it'll be interesting to see if those who are listening, what are you doing for, for July? Are you, are you doing, have you started something? Have you... Uh, put on some better habits so you mm. kick the drink. Hey, what, what are you up to? Hey, the kids are woke now. You know what I mean? The kids are woke. You don't have to get blind and tanked every Saturday. People love their Sundays too much now, I think. As you get older, you appreciate the time that you're sober, don't you? Oh, I've had a few shocking hangovers <laughs> on a Sunday where oh. I ruined my day that's just sort of yeah. fed into the Monday. It's not good, is it? No, but hey, let's kick off with the space race. You know I like the space race. Oh, no. Uh, and Richard Branson, first billionaire to... Uh, I don't know, stroke his own ego and get up to get up there in space. <laughs> yes. What are your thoughts on that? I don't mind that. I've uh, we just got a, a, a meme sent by Dan Remy through Instagram with Richard Branson with a topless bird on his back, just uh, paragliding or some shit or whatever it is, kite surfing or some stuff. So um, he's, he's done it all, hasn't he? He's lived an interesting life, old Richard. But you know what? I've I actually uh, searched him up the other day and I was looking through. He's wrote heaps of books and stuff. I feel like what he's got to say and some of the th- some of the things he's been able to achieve in his life is. Pretty inspiring, isn't it? He's a cool dude. 100%. Then with the space race, you've got Bezos and Musk. Musk is celebrating. Bezos is celebrating it's for him. Billionaire soggy biscuit, isn't it? <laughs> Jeff Bezos posts a photo and says, Richard Branson crew, congratulations on the flight. Can't wait to join the club. Huh? Oh. What club, mate? What club? I don't know. It sounds like, it sounds a bit Epstein-ish. You know what I mean? <laughs> what, huh? what They're they going to Mars, huh? What are they going to do? Some bad things, anyway, huh? Anyway, snorting some re- some red sand, huh? <laughs> oh, red sand. Hey, one of, he did. Richard Branson did put a tweet out there, and for those are are interested in space, like if you're a full space nuffy like me and want to know if we're going to be a, you've uh, still got the glow in the dark stars in your room. <laughs> <I> <laughs> do you do. There's no glow in the dark stars. There is. I did have them as a kid. There was a few, a few things on the roof that I used reckon, to glow. I reckon your cot for your baby coming up is going to have all the planets and the little thing and they can twirl it around. Yeah, Saturn, yeah. Uranus, all that stuff. Anyway, Richard Pluto. Branson's tweet was, I was once a child with a dream looking up to the stars. Now I'm an adult in a spaceship looking down on our beautiful Earth. To be the next generation of dreamers, if we can do this, just imagine what you can do. So it's all about other people. I like I like where he leaves that. You know, and he's a smart man. He's got some smart people around him, and he's been doing this thing for a long time. So it's scary. I'd be pretty anxious too. You know what I mean? Like it's a lot of trust in 
other people going somewhere. Oh, I suppose if you're a pioneer, you don't care, do you? Would you go up? I'd like to get a space, yeah. Would you? What uh, The risk is 50-50, you coming back, would, would you? Probably not, no. No, not now. Not now. <laughs> no, yes, not now. I'd, I'd, lower, I'd let the risk lower a little bit. Let a few people blow up. What about a, 80%, would you? Is it worth the risk? Not with... Uh, no, I can't leave them and, yeah. and, and a newborn child yeah. just while I go and... Little Loch Lena. <laughs> Loch Lena, fo- follow my dreams up in the States, huh? <laughs> anyway, I'm an astronaut now, so <laughs> see you later. All right, hey, next uh, next one's coming from Yunita Ong, editor at LinkedIn News. Tokyo Olympics bans all spectators. Uh, the Tokyo Olympics will not allow any spectators amid a local surge in COVID-19 cases. Uh, the new measure comes as part of the state of emergency declared on Thursday for the Japanese capital between July 12th and August 22nd, covering the duration of the global sporting event. It extends a previous ban on just foreign audiences. Interesting. going to be such a weird Olympics to watch uh, in a few weeks' time. Like, I am an Olympics nuffy. Love the Olympics more than anything. We'll watch it 24-7. Mm. It's going to be weird. How do they create atmosphere with no fans? It's going to be interesting to see yeah, what they do. Are they going to do what the WWE have done where they put the screens around it or something? They might distract the, the um, fake, athletes. Fake audience. Maybe a fake audience. Or what does Kim Jong-un do? What do they do in uh, North Korea and shit? They fake everything, don't they? He, They're the king of faking. But he puts out the news articles that he kicked 33 goals yeah, and he's the best. And he's ne- he, I, watch I don't a thing mind on that, him though. It's good, is it? He doesn't. His, his bowels are so efficient, he doesn't poo. <laughs> <laughs> it's good, isn't it? It's going to be weird, though, without a crowd. I mean, we're hanging for our man, Peter Boll, to... Um, to light up the track, don't worry about that. But hey, bring I feel, it home. But I feel like he does well with the crowd. You know what I mean? He, he loves the people around him. But you know what? I feel like he's going to get it done in Tokyo. I got that feeling. He's going to be an Australian hero. That's it. Hey, before we move on to our last article, I want to talk about our our, our pod we dropped yesterday. Mm, with Steph, Steph Taylor. Taylor. Yeah, unreal. I know you've been wanting to get her on the pod for a while now. And when we first started this pod, you actually got a, a lot of ideas and sort of inspiration from her pod and what she's been able to build with her own personal brand. So. It was a little bit of a treat for you, wasn't it? It was being able to, like, also just a, pick her brain. I've listened to so much of her st- her pods, not not as much recently, but maybe like a few years ago when I was going hard into podcasts and her. And if people are looking for podcasts and where to start and you want to um, you want something else to fill in your, your time outside of funny business, go, go check out Steph's stuff. If you're interested in starting a business online or you're interested in selling info products or understanding how to like launch products on it with the like e-com stores and how to build up how to do content marketing how to do fucking hype marketing how to capture all your data like she's a genius and we're like we've had so many people on the podcast and i i know i'm a bit of a fanboy by saying this but if you're really really interested in how to win on the internet go and learn about the skill sets that steph has i like that and then follow that up with uh chris doe's episode because uh he was a massive, massive guest we had on, and we dropped that one on Friday just because we could. And I'll tell you what, that, talk about you fan boy and fan girl and whatever it is. I was, I was going goo goo gaga over bloody Christo. Don't worry about that. Hey, what do you reckon of these random drops too? Big fan. I don't care. To be what? honest, who cares? Whatever. You, know? you want the episode? You got the episode. Hey, huh? Do you want it? Do you want it? People asked. You can have it. And you delivered. I, I did. I'm like the mailman. You know. You are. Was the it Carl Malone? Carl Malone, the mailman. Hey, we've both started a new series. Comes out, just came out on Netflix called uh, How to Become a Tyrant. Yeah. You watched the first episode about Hitler, yeah. na- narrated by... Peter Dinklage. What did you think? I loved it. You told me to get onto it uh, a couple of days ago, and I watched it last night for the first time, and only got through one episode, because I was a bit tired, and I was in bed, and I was just I was struggling a bit, but this actually pet me up, because honestly, the way... I don't know how the documentary is made, but it's funny and engaging over something pretty serious, and it... 
it gives you a bit of an in-depth look behind society and how it currently operates and runs by the leaders around all the different countries. I don't know. It's pretty fucking... It's eye-opening, isn't it? Oh, it's funny. It's We're, we're looking at this saying, yeah, go watch it. Oh, I've clicked on a review on, on this. It says two and a half stars. Really? Brian Lloyd? What do you know? Huh? What is it on entertainment.ie? That's not even a reputable Yeah, but if you want to know about Saddam Hussein, Adolf Hitler, Mussolini... Oh, there's just things going on. and What are some of the commonalities you've seen? You've seen a few more episodes than me, so maybe you can give a bit more context and insight. I was about how people build a following and then like motivate crowds. And, so it's know, community building commu- at, a, at a psycho level. Yeah, I, you're the person that talks about this. You talked about Marilyn Manson and yeah. things you can learn from Marilyn Manson. I'm going, hey, maybe... Cut, cut that. Cut, <laughs> yeah. cut that. But it's true. Like these, there are, like, just because people have had made great impact doesn't... The great doesn't mean they've mm. had great evil impact. They've yeah. done bad shit, but they've mm. still been able to manage to mm. bring people along on whatever their fucking journey is, even if it's evil. Well, that's why it is. That's why I'm so fascinated because it's such a psych. Some of the things that they've, they've, you know, that's in that they do. You know what I mean? It's just how do you convince people to get to that point? So it's more like the power of persuasion, the power of power, um, all the things that come along with being a leader like that. Like it's just. I think you can relate it back to the business world easy. You know what I mean? It, it's simple, isn't it? It's common sense. It's just, it's life stuff, you There's know? There's weird shit going on in the world. I'll tell you what, we're in a bit of a weird place in the world at the moment. Sydney going back into lockdown, yeah. seeing a few people not not following the rules, huh? Yeah, what's going on getting there? busted, doing card games. People are lying about where they are. Yeah. Tell you what, Sydney signers can't cop it. No, they can't, can they? Get inside yeah. and shut up and sit there. Yeah. Well, I think it, do you think it's different though? Because... When the pandemic first hit, Victoria was the first one to sort of cop this brutal lockdown where everyone was sort of like, what the fuck, we're on edge. But now it's been a year and a bit. And do you think people are taking a bit more loosely? Like, we've got to live a little bit still. So they're breaking the rules a bit or because they haven't had that big lockdown yet, have they? I just think that they're, well, they haven't copped what we copped here and they're copping it now. And I don't know, I've, I've, got, I've got sympathy and empathy. Mm. I understand, but hey. Do your job. <laughs> Do your job. Stay at home. Stay at right? home because I don't want it to come back to Victoria. I'm not interested in another lockdown. We need it to go away, don't we? Hard. Hey, but if you are listening from Sydney, we love you. <laughs> yeah. and if you're listening, We're coming to you soon, huh? Yeah. And if you're listening from Melbourne, go and enjoy your freedom. Yeah, go for a walk. Have a bath.